Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful, bearded, heterosexual Jewish life partner over there operating those controls like Helen Keller. Oh, big thank you for everything you do. Hey. Hey, buddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. 38 big ones. 38 big ones. And don't forget, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. And right now, we are running a special birthday celebration for 38% off of selected products to include the Delta 8, the Delta 9, the Rackout gummies, the Fallout gummies, and the CBD oils, Broad Spectrum, Isolate, and Full Spectrum. So you're getting 38% off for today and today only. Our next sale will not happen until the 4th of July. So for those that are waiting to stock up on the sales because maybe inflation's mm -hmm. got you down, this is your chance. We're, we're extending the birthday happiness and celebrations to all of you out there. Uh, thank you for your love and support. And again, that's at shellshockcbd.com. So uh, if you weren't tracking, I got banned on Twitch. I got a two-week suspension. I posted, I, I try and do all my updates over on Twitter. Um, and I know a lot of people don't use Twitter. So I try and kind of post it across Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, apparently um, Twitch did not like the fact that we were talking about trans people or the Uvalde shooting or, and you know, I appealed it. And I said, yeah. in the appeal, I said, point out to me where I violated terms of services. Please vi point that out to me. Just, and I haven't heard back. Just an open, honest conversation that we're trying to have. Uh, apparently. But, you know, I get the, I get the, how they, some people can be offended by uh, the, just the passion shown mm -hmm. and the real, pointing out real uh, issues, you know, addressing real issues. And apparently this offends him. So I've looked into another streaming platform called Odyssey. Now, Odyssey seems to be on the up and coming, and it doesn't seem to be too bad. But here is the link to that in the chat. You can find me on there, just John Burke, but there is a link for people. I'm going to start streaming on there after I figure this platform out. It does look like it's pretty effective. So that, and we're just also kind of looking into, like, do we just want to take the stream to the website? Because, by the way, we are going to have the website, the theallamericansavageshow.com. The website itself will be able to be streamed to. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're going to be offering that as well because, I, truth be told, I'm just getting sick of constantly having to worry about bans. You can't say this. You can't say that. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I'm so sick and tired of it. So, but yeah, that's where we're at right now. I'm learning it. Um, yeah, and I've been told that Odyssey doesn't censor. I've been trying to tweet out at them, like, hey, can you offer me a partnership deal over there because I was a partner on Twitch? Mm -hmm. And even if they don't, I'm still going to do it because, you know, fuck Twitch. Like, I just, that shit pissed me off. It's like, really, dude? Like, really? This this is the direction you want to go? What um, did uh, Hassan Piker get booted for? Oh, he got, man. He got he, booted he's, off of there, right? No, he's back on there. He got is suspended he? for something. I forget oh. what it was. But apparently they're, they're saying this is going to be a permanent strike against my account because some of them, they, like, expire after so long. Yeah. They're saying this is going to be a permanent one. It's like, dude, I can't even have an honest conversation. Like, I've got a conversation. Yeah. You don't even want us talking about these things. Like, I'm sorry. I thought that's what your platform was made for, discussing current yeah. events. Like, all of political Twitch, it's literally that. Yeah, at no time so, was there any call for violence against no, anybody. It was absolutely. just... Uh, well, to them, it's if you disagree with transgenderism, right. that's bigotry. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Then you're not for, not even just free speech, which they're not, but you're not for free ideas. Yeah. Like, you can't disagree with us. It's like, well, I'm sorry, but yes, we can. But, yeah. Last night, I figured I'd ushered in the uh, the birthday the right way. I mm -hmm. popped a uh, Delta Bar piece, just one piece. It's 40 milligrams of Delta 8. I'm still feeling it. <laughs> I'm still feeling the effects. Yeah. Like when I saw you this morning pulling up to work, it's like, dude, I'm still baked out of my head. <laughs> it's like, I still feel good. It's amazing. It's not to the point where like I'm not in control, but um, yeah, I just, I'm kind of like, I feel good. I just feel relaxed. I'm a little tired. You got some birthday plans this weekend? Yeah. Jack and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I don't really celebrate birthdays I, for me at least. I, I don't, I don't know. 
I uh, have Tango class tonight. I'll go home and probably pop another Delta 8 and try and stream on Odyssey and figure this shit out. So, I don't know. Lay some uh, birthday knowledge on us. <sighs> birthday knowledge. What have I learned in this last year? I'm glad you asked that, Josh. Gentlemen, if she asks you what your sign is, get the fuck out. If she says, it's okay, you don't have to wear a condom, I'm on birth control. Wear a condom. All solid gold. It's solid gold. It's these solid little gold gems gold. of wisdom I'm just dropping for y'all. These, yeah, 100%. She has a penis. If she has a penis, that's actually a man. <laughs> Men cannot give birth. Unless it's after Taco Bell. In which case... Now I'm pro-abortion. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good. Lessons learned from my 38th year of existence on this planet. Oh, my God. You're welcome, everybody. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Hopefully you take those lessons in stride and you apply them to your real life. Like, seriously, if she asks you what your sign is, beat feet the fuck out of there. Get out. Run. Run for the hills, boys. Oh, my God. So much in the news. Um yeah, again, so just to be clear, that 38% off Shellshock CBD is currently in effect. Jump on that. Get on that now. Save yourself some money. We have some great, uh, great things for subscribers over there, people that subscribe on Twitch, or excuse me, Twitch, Jesus, fuck Twitch. Um, on Shellshock CBD, we have some great subscriber deals for you on there that you only get access to for being a subscriber. Mm -hmm. So check that out. You also save 10%. So now is the time to get involved on this. Now, the 38% does not apply to subscribers. So... That's just for future reference if, like, hey, you know, you order the Halo gummies and it's like, oh, these are amazing. Yeah. I want to keep ordering these, but I don't want to forget. Well, you can sign up to become a subscriber on Twitch. Jesus, Twitch. I keep saying that so much. Shell shock um, that we will send you your order every month at a 10% discount just for being a subscriber over on the shellshockcbd.com website. So, again, 38% off. And I would be remiss if I did not read this aloud again. The states that we are currently reshipping to as far as Delta 8, we've closed it, but apparently we're back open on it, are Arizona, Arkansas, California, Connecticut, Kentucky, Mississippi, and Michigan. Those states we'd had previously turned off shipping to, but we've reopened it, so you can check that out. Uh, also, if you're a subscriber... We have the hemp tea deal going on right now to where if you're a subscriber, you get access to this deal that you can buy one packet of hemp tea for 5% off. Two things is 10% off and three gets you 15% off plus a free shell shock mug. This thing is incredible and it doesn't even leak. How about mm. that? It's great. Made in China. I love mine. <laughs> uh, but you can check that out. So, but all right, let's get into this. I could not, I, I for the life of me, I was sitting there. I was just minding my own business on the Twitter, on the Twitterverse, just doing my own thing, you know, trolling, trolling people. Like, they see me trolling, they blocking. Um, so, all of a sudden, I see this tweet from Barack Hussein Obama. Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's just let's just read this aloud to you. Like, I couldn't believe it. I thought, at first, I was like, that's a fake account. So, I looked it up. I was like, oh, no, this is real. This is very real. Uh, Obama draws backlash over George Floyd comment. Former President Barack Obama got blasted for his attempt to tie George Floyd's murder to a school shooting. As he says, as this is a real tweet. This is a real tweet that hit yesterday. And he says, as we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him, Obama tweeted. 
He added, in the aftermath of his murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish into organized action, launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism and the need for criminal justice police reform. Okay, just a favor. Look, black liberals, I know you love getting all the attention. I know you need it. I know you crave it. I mean, why else would you have a black liberal like this try and stir the pot in the midst of a school shooting where, you know, freaking children were murdered? But hey, let's talk about a fentanyl-laced drug dealing piece of shit who, by the way, the autopsy said it was not the need. The officer was wrong, but that was not the causation of the death. But this is what the BLM does. You love raising these martyrs up like your Michael Browns, your Trayvon Martins. I remember when Barack even said, if I had a son, he'd be like Trayvon. Oh, so you raised a, a thug, a gang-banging yeah. piece of shit. Who, by the way, in his backpack, he had the ingredients for lean. Now, does that justify his murder? Of course not. But when you want to bring up character, not the people you really want to be saying as martyrs. No. Mother Teresa, I get. Yeah. George Floyd, no, I don't. Now, again, that's not me saying he deserved murder. Of course not. But if you're going to take a guy who was, you know, just just full of so many drugs, they said the coroner was like, oh, yeah, that's what killed him. And then, you know, the private, you know, the family hires a private autopsy from, you know, and they're, of course, oh, well, no, it was actually the knee. It's like, okay, whatever. So he got, uh, they were detaining him <laughs> for what again? Uh, trying to pass a counterfeit bill at a uh, convenience store, apparently. And they called the cops on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Me. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that because the instant response to that on the left is like, well, does that mean he's indicative of deserving death? No, but it definitely shows his character, definitely shows who this guy was. So yeah. if you want to, you know, hoard this guy or you know, hail this guy up as your hero, by all means, yeah. go right ahead. You're an idiot. And of course, the BLM jumped all over that. They wanted to push this like, oh, my God. But just the disrespect from Obama on this. Disgusting. It's kind of like that meme. I made it. Like, I'm surprised I was the first one to make it, but it's the meme of Kanye. With Taylor Swift, like, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. Like, how dare you? It's like, are you serious? You had two years, and you have families that are grieving right now. And you, as a pro- former president, you want to talk about, like, fuck George Floyd. You want to talk, like, hey, two years sober, congrats. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say to this? I know. This is so ridiculous. And the idea that you want to bring up cops again, mm-hmm. like you really should probably put this one to bed there, Obama. You should probably stop with this because, again, you've got Biden talking about funding the police and you've got Obama trying to demonize the police. I'm telling you, we cannot get this guy to, <clears throat> to just, shut the fuck up, to just fade away. Yeah. You see, every other president, mm-hmm. like after their mm-hmm. term was done, yeah. like we, you never heard anything from George Bush. Mm-hmm. The only well, thing you heard about was uh, when Obama had to pass the buck to somebody. Yeah. Got, you know, well, we inherited. Oh, yeah. You know, Several trillion dollars worth of debt. And then he increased it. Yeah. I mean, Trump did too, to be fair. But yeah, all these promises these people make are just kind of like they're bullshit. That's why politicians, by and large, are just I know, but worthless. just shut up yeah. and move on. Well, apparently he got roasted. Um, Obama continued, inspired by these young leaders, the MBK alliance launched. They were many, I don't give a fuck about what this douchebag has to say. But, um, you know, people were just going after him. Like, even Ben Shapiro was like, tweeted, I was like, What's, what does the one have to do with the other? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you talking about George Floyd and Uvalde? Like, you can talk about them separately, but why are you, why, like, what? All you're trying to do in that statement is use the deaths in Uvalde to highlight George Floyd. You're trying to combine them to basically emotionally appeal to the audience of like, mm. oh, it's horrible you lost children, but isn't it more horrible that we lost a black drug dealer? Oh, 
It's terrible how horrible the cops are. And look what was created in the aftermath of this. An organization that rose up to combat police brutality. Oh, yeah, and burned down, you know, billions of dollars worth of businesses, black-owned businesses. But we're not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And then the demonization, the horrible, I mean, here's the thing. Under Obama, America's race relations turned to shit. Let me ask you. Turned did, to shit. Did he say anything about when the uh, five police officers here in Dallas... I don't remember. Did he say anything about that? Probably not, but I don't remember. The anniversary of, of that? Well. Guys? Oh, no, absolutely no, not. He no. didn't. He no. didn't. I remember that. Yeah, 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. yeah. Where we lost five officers yeah. here. Yeah. He to the BLM uh, terrorist dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I guarantee you he won't say anything again. Well, absolutely not. This guy's a scumbag. He is. He's a grifting scumbag. They're all pieces of shit. Yeah. I just, I, dude, I cannot imagine the audacity of somebody to say that. It's like, bro, what the fuck is your problem? I mean, you really like you black liberals. You really need that attention, don't you? He very well may be the Antichrist. (laughs) He could. It wouldn't surprise me. But, you know, conservatives out there were just going after him on social media. Matt Walsh from The Daily Wire said uh, George Floyd was a violent criminal lowlife hopped up on fentanyl. The fact that you would compare his death to the slaughter of 20 children is just incomprehensible. My God, you were a vile man. Mm -hmm. Um, Seth Dillon says, it sucks those kids die, but remember George Floyd? He's who I'm still thinking about, Barack Obama. Uh, Jason Whitlock says, let's stand George Floyd on the dead bodies of slaughtered children. This is the one of the worst tweets in history. Uh, Jeremy Boring says, peak Obama. Jesse Lee Peterson says, George Floyd over dead kids, Barack Obama. Um, Terrence K. Williams, Obama across the line. Don't, don't make this recent tragedy. George Floyd, disgusting. Uh, just, you know, all these conservative influencers, um, yeah. Oh, my God. And then the Hodge twins, they said, from the bottom of our hearts, you were the number one reason why we are Republicans and conservatives today. Thank you. You set us free, brother. Seriously. <laughs> the Hodge twins, for those that don't know, are very, are too, uh, um, they were in the bodybuilding community, but they pushed into the political one, two black guys. They were really funny. But that's kind of hilarious. It's like, hey, Obama, you're the reason that we're conservative now. Good job. He's the reason why a lot of people are conservative now. He's a piece of shit. I mean, his. A piece of shit. His, yeah, he's a piece of shit. You know. That's the best way to put it. I just. I cannot fathom. I mean, I do. I know exactly why he's doing this. This is what keeps the race relations going. It this really is does. what feeds into yeah. the the chipper of divisiveness between races. Yeah. This is exactly what it is. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, these are, and primarily, I think we were all Hispanic kids that were murdered. So it's like, hey, I realize that you black liberals, like, again, you need the spotlight. You need the attention for how supposedly oppressed you really are. But can another minority get some 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 time in the, in the spotlight to be, you know, to say, hey, we feel for them. We grieve for them. It sucks. Yeah. Like, these are actual victims versus you and Obama and the rest of them. They're kind of like, well, you know, you're not really a victim. You just want to be because gimme, 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 gimme. You know, this is, this is ridiculous stuff. I just, it, it's... I'm so sick and tired of it. I am so sick and tired of walking on eggshells and sitting there with their black privilege and having the audacity to sit there and say these ignorant things. And yet white people won't say anything in response because they're afraid, afraid of being accused of being a racist. Who gives a damn? Like you're, you're combating with evil here. It has nothing to do with race. This is evil. This is good versus evil. Mm. These are racists that are using their skin color to cover up their racism. The same thing they accuse white Republicans of doing, which in some cases I will agree. There are some racist people out there, of course, but they're from what I'm seeing. Oh my God, you go on Twitter and the racism espoused from black people on there is insane. Mm. It is insane and nothing gets said. Now, do I really give a shit that they're on Twitter? No, of course not. But this is very indicative of the state of how we are with our race relations in America. Again, just like the LeBron tweet, you know, all the black people going after the white girl, like, oh my God. I know. Oh my God. I mean, I'm not a LeBron James fan, but... Yeah, me neither, but even still, it's like, Jesus. That's that's over the line. 
<laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go look at LeBron's son who went to the prom and he posted a picture of him and a white girl that were going. And dude, the black people in those comments are fucking brutal. A lot of upset. Uh, mm-hmm. Racist, yeah. black racist. And then you sit there and they say, well, black people can't be racist. Like, well, one look at that Twitter feed apps of fucking Lutely you can. Oh, interesting. How does that work? So, but all right, some bad news. Legendary Goodfellas actor Ray Liotta at 67 years old has passed. He reportedly died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic while filming Dangerous Waters, according to his publicist. Best known for his role in the Martin Scorsese classic Goodfellas, Leota starred in countless films over the years, including Field of Dreams, Blow, Revolver, Smoke and Aces, Hannibal, The Place Beyond the Pines, Marriage Story, Copland, and The Many Saints of Newark. The Newark, New Jersey native began acting in 1978, taking various roles in soap operas before leading a landing role or landing a lead role in Something Wild, which earned him a Golden Globe nomination in 1987. He starred as Shoeless Joe Jackson in Field of Dreams in 1989 before earning worldwide acclaim as Henry Hill in Goodfellas in 1990. He also won a Primetime Emmy in 2005 as an outstanding guest actor in ER and voiced the leading character in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Leota leaves behind his daughter, Carson, and his fiance, J.C. Natolo. That's sad. He was an amazing actor. Like, he was one of those... He's like the Al Pacino and the um, uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Like, you just know their typecast as the guys, the gangsters, the mafiosos. Like, that's that's who he is. Yeah. Like, he was an amazing actor. Uh, w- yeah, Goodfellas was another good one. Is good that film. the one where he tells a story about him being a kid growing up in New York? No, that's the other one. What's that one? Because uh, that's another good one. Bronx Tale? Is, that, is it Bronx Tale? It's pretty good. I think it is. I think it's Bronx. It's pretty good. It's been a while since I've seen it. I have to look it up. That's sad, though. That's sad. Ray Liotta was a good actor. He was a really good actor. But, uh, well, you know, hey, uh, Democrats are out there. You know, right now, you got to love how Democrats are. Well, Republicans are offering nothing on the school shooting. We want demand change. We want action. Well, before we get into that, uh, Beta O'Rourke, this moron, he's getting crucified too in the news. So Greg Abbott is doing the press conference trying to, now here's the thing. This isn't even political. This is a press conference to brief the world on what's going on, what information you have as leadership saying, these are the stats, this is what we know. Beto O'Rourke decides to interrupt this thing that Greg Abbott is doing, talking about the, the murders and the things such as that. And he goes in there and he's just trying to make it all about him. He's trying to protest a press conference about giving people these statistics and these numbers. And, you know, even the mayor is like, you're a sick son of a bitch. Sit down. Ted Cruz is there. All these people are like, dude, sit down. Stop this. Stop doing this. Stop making this about you. And that's exactly how this comes off. Beto walks up in there thinking that he's just hot shit. And it's like, you can tell he's doing this for an op because you can tell the difference between like an actual activist protester. Yeah. Like they're loud. They're screaming. Ah, bah, bah, bah. Beto's like just really low key calm. He was doing this. As a political theater ploy. That's all this was. Yeah, I would almost guarantee you that somebody, one of his handlers was like, yeah. get out there. Exactly. We need yeah. this. This is going to be a great press op but for us. Uh, him of all people, though, him of all people, you have the audacity to sit there and tell Abbott, this could have been avoided and prevented. It's like, well, where were you on El Paso? Yeah. Where were you in the El Paso shooting, Beto? And let's also take into account, like, in that, it's funny that he says this. Mm-hmm. He says this could have been avoided, but he doesn't touch on the Second Amendment. And he knows why he shouldn't, because in the presidential election, the runoff back in uh, 2020, you know, Beto was freaking fine out there. Um, was it 2020 or was it 2016? 20. Yeah, right. Me too. I'm like, fuck, it's been like. God. He ran in. Yeah, it was 2020. For governor? For president. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020, yeah. For okay. Like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, he pulled really bad. But I remember during that time in the presidential debates, because the El Paso thing or, or things such as that, like, well, they talked about the Second Amendment. I still have the clip. It's like, hell yeah, we're coming for your AR-15s, your yeah. AK-47s. Well, then he loses that. He, he gets just, you know, dropped out of the uh, the presidential race, and he makes a run for governor, and he gets asked the same questions, and he's like, I have no intent on messing with the Second Amendment. So now he's fine. Now AR-15s are perfectly acceptable. Yeah. I'm not running for president, so hey, fuck the Second I'm Yeah, we're good. Interesting how this dude, like, I have more respect for Pelosi. Because at least she's consistently inconsistent in her hypocrisy. Beto flip-flops so much, you don't know where that turd's going to land. Oh, man, I know. Just the idea of like, oh, we're good for AR-15s, we're not good. And then the reason he's not going to probably get to touch it is he knows that'll blow up in his face. But this piece of shit shooter got the AR-15s legally. Yeah. He got them legally. So with that being said, Democrats like Republicans don't want to act on anything, blah, blah, blah. Well, let's look at this real quick. Um, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on Wednesday blocked a school safety bill that has the Republicans crying foul. After the horrific mass shooting at Uvalde, Texas Elementary School that killed 19 children and two teachers, Senator Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin asked for the Luke and Alex School Safety Act to be passed by unanimous consent. The bill, named after Parkland, Florida, shooting victims Luke Hoyer and Alex Shatter, would require Democrats of Homeland Security to establish a federal, or excuse me, would require the Department of Homeland Security to establish a federal clearinghouse on school safety best practices well number one that's your first mistake no yeah i don't want this to be a federal program that needs to be a state program let the states run it encourage states to stand up here's the thing like in, even in, in districts or uh communities you can do this on your own you don't need federal assistance on this i mean you do i get the federal money behind it but still like you don't need their approval you can just do it at state level mm -hmm. like fuck the feds fuck them on this do it yourself but again the fact is they're making an effort but for use for the stake in local education, law enforcement agencies, institutions of higher learning, health professionals, and the public, it would require DHS to collect clearinghouse data analytics, user feedback on the implementation of best practices of recommendations identified by the clearinghouse, and any evaluations conducted on these best practices and recommendations. The clearinghouse, which is already available on schoolsafety.gov, would be codified into law with the bill's passage. Schumer objected to Johnson's request, claiming that Twitter, claiming on Twitter that the bill could see more guns in schools. Are you kidding me? You literally just saw guns in schools, and what did that do? It's guns in schools that'll prevent more guns in schools. Mm -hmm. A gun in the hand of a good guy will stop the gun in the hand of a bad guy. This makes no sense. So Democrats sit there, and you double down. Republicans are doing. They are trying. You are denying them it, based upon the very stupid concept. Well, we don't want more guns in school. What do you want, a slingshot? You think these people are going to show up with, like, a, a freaking kazoo? They're showing up with guns. That's the only thing they're going to be showing up with. Yeah. So it behooves you not to bring a knife to a gunfight. So you explain to me, Schumer, like if he's going to reject it, give me an alternative. What's an alternative? Because if there's a better alternative, bro, I am all ears. But in my 38 years on this earth, never have I seen it. Yeah, I think they do a um, active shooter uh, drills throughout the year. So if yeah. I get, I get somebody, but I think having a weapon something that you could defend yourself with other than locking a door and yeah. behind a desk. Yep. Well, it's, pro it's probably better. I mean, at least, at least give yourself a chance. Well, even with that being, because they have the door stops, they have all kinds of things, but this, you know, for this situation, the one in Uvalde, this guy was running from the cops, yeah. saw the school, ran into it. You know, they're in there before, you know, yeah. it's not like suddenly it's like, Oh my God, there's an active shooter coming. The dude literally just ran straight into it. And that's why they talked about like, even Tulsi Gabbard was getting on board. And I'm very curious where she stands now, 
Because in her statements that she made, she said nothing about the Second Amendment. In her past, she has supported infringements on the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. This time, she hasn't said anything about that, but more so taking an action, taking action to protect our children. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Tulsi's kind of, kind of like uh, you know, dancing the, her way into the GOP. The odds of anybody overturning the Second Amendment is they would have done yeah, it by it's, now. It's they could have. Very, very, very slim. Yeah. Like you're never going to go around and collect 300 yeah. million guns. No. From America. It's just well, not going to happen. It's interesting now because right now the Young Turks and many of them like them are calling Democrats cowards because they're not doing anything. Well, Democrats are cowards, but for other reasons. Exactly. But it's just funny to see how they're they're eating their own now. Yeah. And it's like, well, of course, they're politicians. It's no different yeah. than the GOP. It's the extreme left just going after the... Yeah. Yeah. The, the moderates. The moderate left. Absolutely. And it's funny to watch. So. Yeah. But on the Senate floor, uh, Schumer said the legislation would be considered if Republicans agreed to debate on the domestic terrorism bill. Johnson responded that it's a sad day for the United States Senate, Milwaukee Journalist Senate reported. Johnson later tweeted, not surprising the Democrat leader would lie about the bill he blocked that parents of Parkland victims have been trying to pass for years. Dems aren't looking for solutions. They want wedge issues that they hope will keep them in power, and it's sick. And he's, actually, he's absolutely right on yeah. this. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely right. If you truly say... If, if, if Schumer truly says that we're putting the kids first, but you're saying we won't, we'll debate this bill if you consider this other bill, then you're not about actual children first. No. You're just about getting what you want. Mm -hmm. I think this could be, bargaining you know, chip. exactly. This is unanimous agreement that I feel like most parents in this country say, I want something done at our local schools. Yeah. And it's not, we need more gun, gun infringements or gun, because, oh, by the way, wasn't that a gun-free zone? I believe it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, isn't that interesting how, you know, criminals don't respect that? You know, some of these comments on Twitter, too, were like, uh, you know, you want teachers to be armed. You know, yeah. How are they going to go through training? Well, that's not their job, of course. Do you think that they, they would just put somebody yeah. in the school with a gun without any training absolutely, or any sort yeah. of background or anything mm -hmm. like that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I would feel safer mm -hmm. with some sort of security guard absolutely. armed. And the other thing that they don't seem to understand is like, well, that teacher, she, you know, it's not their job. You're right. It's not their job. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. Like sometimes there's situations that present themselves that are you a cop? No, but sometimes you have to take the role of a cop when you mm -hmm. defend yourself or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So if that's your train of thought and that's your way of thinking, good luck. You're going to get killed. Yeah. You know, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But even still, a lot of these people don't understand like the ramifications of just hearing somebody fire back. If an active shooter happens and they're engaged in turn or they're reengaged, mm -hmm. uh, they usually run. They normally run. They will not stand and fight unless it's like trying to look for a suicide by cop or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But a good chunk of the time, they will run. So even, you know, even if the teachers have the gun, it doesn't mean you're going to have to use it. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure from like moving forward, if we said, hey, here in Texas, all teachers are going to be carrying guns, guess what's going to stop happening? School shootings. Yeah. Because they know you pull that gun out, there's teachers, they're trained, ready to drop you down. Yeah. You know? And the very same Democrats out there that wanted to remove these school safety officers because we don't need more guns in school, guess what? Guess what could have avoided that? Weird. Hmm. Weird. What if you... Uh and then you got like Alyssa Milano out there talking, tweeting all these stats, statistics about, you know, where we haven't had school shootings in Australia, England. Plus, again, you also got locked up in the camps. I don't want to. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. if you don't live in America, I don't give a fuck about your opinion regarding our guns. I really don't. You know, I think if they offered some sort of incentive to teachers mm -hmm. to go through yeah. extra training Absolutely. to carry weapons, yeah, uh, like, and not force them, it's like just by choice. Yeah, some sort of. Mm -hmm. raise as a teacher. It's like, hey, if you want to... Uh, I'd be all for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you would find teachers too be like, oh, absolutely. hell yeah, yeah I'll take an extra $5,000 a year for Fuck taking yeah. gun safety training classes and being able to yeah. 
And if you're a right? teacher, isn't your primary concern protecting those students? Protect, uh, so I don't see why they'd have any any issue with saying, oh, you mean you're going to train me on this firearm yeah. so I can better protect my kids? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I guarantee absolutely. you there would be teachers in every school that would do that. Oh, yeah, At absolutely. least two, three, four, five maybe mm -hmm. teachers that would do that. I could see that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's not the case. But here's another thing that's breaking news. Now, again, I don't know how much of this is true, but um, there are reports right now that the Texas shooter barricaded himself for 40 minutes as police waited. And we're going to read this. I don't know how much of this is true or not. This is a breaking report from Breitbart and other outlets are reporting this as well. They said the shooter who killed 19 children and two teachers at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, on Tuesday reportedly barricaded himself inside as police waited outside for 40 minutes. According to the people who were present at the scene, terrified parents were yelling at police officers to charge the school for 40 minutes until a Border Patrol team finally took him down. Go in there. Go in there, parents reportedly shouted. Representative Tony Gonzalez out of Texas told CNN the standoff occurred after the shots had been fired, during which there was a lull in the action, he said. And then the shooting stops and he barricades himself in. That's where there's kind of a lull in the action. All of it, I understand, lasted about an hour. But this is where there's kind of a 30-minute lull. They feel as if they've got him barricaded in. The rest of the students in the school are now leaving. Raul Ortiz, chief of the U.S. Border Patrol, said police came up with a plan as quickly as they could. Officers reportedly had engaged the shooter before several members of the Border Patrol tactical team and search and rescue responder and a few other agents went in after the gunman. They didn't hesitate. They came up with a plan. They entered the classroom, and they took care of the situation as quickly as possible, Ortiz outlined. Parents still expressed frustration with the time that passed before the shooter went down. Some even proposed rushing into the school before the police. Let's just rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to, said Javier Cazares, whose fourth grade daughter died in the attack. More could have been done. They were unprepared, he added. The timeline of events shows the shooter had run into the school with an AR-15 after crashing his truck into a ditch outside. He then shot at two people outside a funeral home nearby, both were uninjured, and shot at two police officers who were arriving on the scene. They were both injured. The shooter then charged into one classroom and committed the massacre before barricading himself inside. All those killed were reportedly in the same classroom. The bottom line is law enforcement was there, said Department of Public Safety Director, said Steve McRae. They did engage immediately. They did contain Ramos in the classroom. Juan Carnez, who witnessed the event, believed police should have charged sooner. There were more of them. There was just one of him, he said. Oh, I feel like that's just one of those situations that yeah. you kind of had to see it from both sides on that, like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know that as a parent you'd be able to keep me out from running to that building. Yeah. Well, from what the reports are saying, like, he, uh, the massacre occurred right when he went in there. He buried, he, before he barricaded himself. There's no stopping that. Even still, I don't think anybody knows. Nobody knew that at the time, yeah. obviously, no, right? No, of course not, yeah. So, I mean, if that's your kid in there. Yeah. I can't even I mean, imagine. It, I did. I can't even imagine. I can't either. I, and I just, I don't know. Pretty sure as a parent, like, yes. Like, if I, if I have my firearm, I'm going in there. Yeah. Like, if you're not, then I'm going. I, I mean, the Border firearm, Patrol officer no did. Firearms, yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, you got to think of this realistically. I get that. But what are you going to do against the gunman that you're unarmed? You're going to die. You're going to die. You got to have. And I get it. Like, trust me. I was like, yeah. well, here's the, like, unless you can find a weapon, bro, that's the thing that sucks about it. Like, if he's got an AR-15 and you go in there unarmed, you're dead. Unless you can get him when his back is turned, good luck. And that's all about luck. And then what happens if your kid survives? Now they don't have a parent. It's a shitty situation. Yeah, I get it's that. Sh it's shitty. It, it's I it's mean, horrible. I just feel so bad for those parents. I mean, there's, yeah. there's there's nothing that anybody could say that would be like, yeah. okay, thanks. That that yeah. did it for me. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. We're good. Let's have another one. We're good. I know. 
But the simple fact that, you know, you got Obama out there is like, well, let me be clear. I know you're, you're grieving, but, uh, you know, what about this murdered black man over here? Like, sorry, but nobody gives a fuck about you anymore. Like, I they know. really don't. Like, white America is sick of this bullshit. And this, again, this is the Hispanic community by and large. You look at the photos of these little kids, majority of which are Hispanic. Oh my and I'm not trying to make this about race, but for fuck's sakes. For fuck's sakes, dude. It's so... The audacity of this guy. Heartbreaking. It's sad. It's an understatement. It's really sad. And you look at the pictures of these kids, and it's just like, good Lord. But you got to love this. Joe Biden suggests Americans owning AR-15s are sick people who want to kill someone. It's President Joe Biden, this was his, his address. Right. I listened to this address. It was the most just... It paled in comparison to anything that could be articulated to give anybody warmth or comfort. It was just, it was stupid. President Joe Biden suggests Thursday that Americans were purchasing guns like AR-15s for the sake of killing people. He says, what in God's name do you need an assault weapon for except to kill someone? He asked during a speech uh, reacting to the school shooting in Texas. The president repeated his talking point that owners of assault weapons like an AR-15 did not need them for hunting unless the deer were wearing Kevlar body armor. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You don't hunt with an AR-15. At least not deer. Who's writing these fucking speeches for this dude? People that bag? don't know what they're talking about. And, and this is the thing. Like, give the Democrats what they want on this. Only reason for you to own something like this is to kill someone. Yes, exactly. Like, how do you not grasp this? Yes. Like, you're trying to, like, this gotcha moment. It's like, but that's what weapons are for. Yeah. It's like you want to drive a car so you can drive. Like, uh, that's what it's created for. Right. I mean, well, then why do you need to kill someone? That's trying to kill me first. That's what happens. So the only way out of this equation is if guns go away entirely and there's nobody has guns, that's not pragmatic. That's never going to happen. So bad guys will get their hands on guns. Therefore, we should have our hands on guns. And it's the very premise of the Second Amendment by its potentially tyrannical government. So it's like these Democrats, like they are they're running themselves in circles now. And I really feel like the more that people blow up these these instances where Republicans are putting forth these bills saying, look, we have fixes. Let's talk about putting freaking, you know, school safety officers, officers back in there. And off topic, Tony Cowden, former Green Beret, um, who ran in North Carolina's fourth district, I believe. He came on the show earlier today. We did an interview. I posted that. He's got some very interesting insight to well, we talk about the corruption in the GOP. He brings that up. He talks about his beef with Dan Crenshaw. There's some things there people need to listen to, which is very interesting. Some things I learned. It, I'm telling you, it's a really good interview. But we also talk about field, uh, or excuse me, um, school safety officers and how um, all these civilians calling for veterans to go do this. Like, you're not going to get quality people. You're not. Because they talk about using contractors, like contract, like ex-Navy SEALs. You're not going to get them to be school safety officers, not at the rate they're going to be charging. They can go overseas and make like, what, one, $2,000 a day? And make just bank. It's like you think you're gonna hire them to go be a safety. You think by what them want you wanting them to protect your kids, they're gonna take a pay cut. You might find somebody like that, but again, you get what you pay for. And to somebody that has that level and proficiency at in a shoot don't shoot scenario, um, when you're being shot at by like that, that takes thousands upon thousands thousands of hours of training mm-hmm. at the range, shooting nonstop. Like it's a lot. So a lot of these people are not understanding this. But Tony goes into really good detail on this. It's like. He makes some really good points. So it's already posted on the All American Savage Show podcast. And by the way, you can listen to us on the various different apps, iHeartRadio. We've got uh, iTunes, Alexa, Amazon, Google, all of this stuff. We're on every, almost every app out there. So you can check us out there on the all, just type in All American Savage Show. You can listen to us all over the place. Um, But yeah, he goes into detail on that, on the school safety officers. And I'm all for it. It's just like, I just want to make sure that it has a good training pipeline Mm -hmm. of somebody is taking that position that knows what they're doing versus by virtue of just being a veteran or a cop. It's like, no, 
No. You know, honestly, I think the incentivizing teachers is the more realistic. Yeah, but now you've got backup for that guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least have like one mm-hmm. officer there, mm-hmm. so, you know, somebody like that. And yeah. then, like I said, if, um, if you offer these teachers five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 extra a year, mm-hmm. hell yeah, there's going to be a few people that take that shit. Yeah. Biden tweeted out, he said, the idea that an 18-year-old can walk into a store and buy assault weapons is just wrong. I like how they say assault weapons. What is an assault weapon? A weapon you can assault somebody with? Well, I can throw this cup at your head and probably give you stitches. Is that now an assault cup? It's just a weapon. Assault is a buzzword they try and use to scare civilians. You know, and these douchebags never bring up how the uh, the guy in Wisconsin drove his car into the mm-hmm. festival. Ban assault cars. York, yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm. All of Austin. Not a word. Nothing. Not a word. Because it was a black driver. They're not going to touch that. Not Why even would a little they? bit. Yeah, we got we have to we have to be careful with the protected bit. class. We can't we can't fuck with them. No, Absolutely not. Circle it back around to George Floyd, who mm-hmm. was a I don't know a or drug the, addict. Yeah, and the white supremacist in Buffalo who was actually a communist. But yeah, yeah whatever. There's that. Yeah. This president's an idiot, dude. I have never seen such just gross negligence. Gross negligence. I, I'm just at a loss. <laughs> but. The, here's 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 I need to post about this to later today, but you know the border patrol agent, he deserves some wrecking. This guy's a hero. Apparently, he sustained a gunshot wound to the head. Um, border patrol agent who stopped Texas school shooter sustained gunshot wound to the head. The border patrol agent who rec- who organized a tactical response that stopped the Robb Elementary School shooter on Tuesday sustained a bullet wound to his head. The agent's grazed scalp required four stitches, and. As yet unidentified Border Patrol agent assigned to Del Rio Sector's Elite Bortac tactical response team sustained a gunshot wound as he entered the classroom where the shooter barricaded himself on Tuesday morning. Photos show the tear in his or the tear in his civilian baseball cap and a scalp wound. Oh yeah, he's got staples in the wound right there. It's not bad. It's a graze. Thank God he's all right. Um, yeah, that's, that's a hero right there. Yep. That's that's a hero. Sources within the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol told Breitbart the Texas agent responded to the school shooting in plain clothes and assisted the formation of an impromptu tactical team. Ultimately, the team breached the classroom where the suspect barricaded himself and exchanged close quarters gunfire. The gunman shot the Border Patrol agent during the exchange. The agent kept his composure and, combined with other law enforcement officers, managed to fatally shoot the suspect, bringing the attack to a close. Initial reports indicated an agent sustained a gunshot wound to the foot or lower leg. Photos leaked later showed the agent's head wound. The clothing worn by the agent and lack of a tactical helmet indicate the urgency in which the impromptu tactical team acted. It appears there was not time for the agent to gather protective gear prior to making entry. U.S. Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz praised the agents who teamed up with the state and local law enforcement to stop the shooter. Risking their own lives, these agents and other officers put themselves between the shooter and children to draw the shooter's attention away from potential victims and save lives, Chief Ortiz said in a tweet. At least one agent was wounded by the shooter during the exchange of gunfire. That's incredible, though. The guy's a hero. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's impressive. But again, I feel like we don't have all the details of this. Like, I don't know, because originally they were saying, oh, he went in by himself. So like yeah. now they're saying, no, he's part of a team that was organized. Like, we don't have all the facts. So yeah. that's when people are saying that the cops were standing by. It's like, I feel like there's probably more to this. And if they and if oh, they yeah. did, I mean, I'm wondering, if like, was this a, like a Broward County kind of deal to where that cop didn't make entry while it was happening, knowing full well he could have? Right. It's like, you know, each situation's different. So it's kind of like, I'm kind of withholding judgment on this until we get all the facts. But what I will say is like, good for those people that breached and made entry and at least took this piece of shit down because what they don't realize, like this guy barricaded himself in a room. Mm-hmm. They went in there and got him. And that guy knew they were coming. They literally faced death head on and they made this happen. Like, that's impressive. That's impressive as hell. 
but from the sound of it, it was that he barricaded in this room and then murdered all the kids within the room. And then they, that's where they got. And again, that's me speculating based upon what I've read. I might have that wrong, but either way, this border patrol agents, a fu- and then his group, they're, they're, they're freaking heroes. They are heroes. And that's what we need more of. That's exactly what we need more of. So yeah, it's incredible. And of course, you know, you've got the LA times, <laughs> these pieces of shit, LA times columnist surprised Texas shooter was Latino, not white supremacist. Oh, like, really? What the fuck? I know, dude. I know. These are Democrats. These are liberals. White people, when you start to understand that they do not like us because of our skin color and the, the levels of racism that they hide, I'm telling you, these people are scum. They are I mean, evil. They think all white people mm-hmm. are devils. Yeah. 100%. Like, that's... Yeah. And they don't think it's racist. Yeah. Or maybe they do think it's racist, and then they just think everybody else is stupid. Probably the latter. Probably the latter. latter. Los Angeles Times columnist Gustavo Arlino has published a column er, uh, professing his shock that the mass shooter at a school in Uvalde, Texas, was Latino instead of a white supremacist, as he had presumed. An 18-year-old with a Latino background murdered 19 children and two teachers at an elementary school in Uvalde on Tuesday. Uh, Arlano, who regularly writes about uh, politics within the Latino community, notably warning that Latino voters were turning against Democrats last year, wrote of Uvalde, he said, when I heard that a gunman had killed multiple school children in a predominantly Latino town in Texas, I immediately thought white supremacist. Interesting thing. Why did you immediately think that? Hmm. Why did you immediately think white supremacist? Uh, racist? Just a little bit? Yeah. Just a little bit. Because what if we would have said the same thing? I automatically thought it was a black shooter. Oh, my God, that's racist. Oh, really? But it's okay to do that to white people? How this guy still has a job after this only goes to show you that these MSM publications, all these people are racist towards white people. Yeah. You know, not until, um, you know, more people start speaking out, mm-hmm. and, you know, reaching out to these publications mm-hmm. or even, uh, I mean, I, I don't think every Democrat is a racist. No. You know, I think there's just people who are Democrats who are a little bit louder than everybody else mm-hmm. who get out there and throw out those yeah. uh, dog whistle terms. Absolutely. You know, yeah. oh, I thought it was going to be a white person. Yeah. What the... What the fuck? Why? Imagine saying that about a black person. Oh, my God. People would lose their shit and they're burning buildings. And then Uber is going to do a support black businesses again or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but more people got to speak out. You got to reach out yeah. to like the L.A. Times and be like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I'm a white person. Yeah. That's because you, most I, I think most people are just kind of like we've brushed this off for so long. But I think people are finally getting fed up. It's like, OK, this is ridiculous. To. You yeah. Have to. Yeah. And then I mean, and then you start to see more things like Netflix. Yeah. You know, starting to turn a corner. It's like, well, if you don't like it, you can work someplace else. That's where the money's at. I mean, they're following the money on that. When they start, yeah. when their stocks start dropping and they start mm-hmm. losing revenue, it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta make a change. But it's like, hey, remember this. I guarantee you, uh, Disney's probably right around the corner Whoa, too. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think Disney's gonna ride that train into the ground. I do. I think they have you gone know, so far hard left, they're not coming back. You know, when they can't take a private jet someplace and they're gonna have to stand in line with the rest of us suckers. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, maybe we just go back to the original plan of just being a theme park and yeah. cartoon characters and not mm-hmm. interject sex into everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe take the dick pics out of some of the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to go to Disney World or Disney, whatever one is in, in uh, California. Disneyland. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not going anymore. I was like, I just I'm sorry. I can't I can't support an organization yeah. 
that sexualizes children. No. Like, I cannot. I was like, I find that's just to be, there'd be a different, like, people were like, well, I'm not going to shop, shop at Target because, you know, they support liberal causes. Like, I can understand that. I was like, but that's that's not that serious of an issue to me as far as, like, a corporation. Mm-hmm. Like, as long, because I'm saving money, depending on where I go. But if it's somebody out there promoting, um, again, the sexualization of children, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's That's the line in the sand for me. I feel like, and yeah, everybody has their own line, and I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't do that. It's like according to your own conscience, you know, mm-hmm. live your life. But for me, it's like I don't do that. I don't like doing the political shopping anymore. It's it's gotten stupid. It's gotten just out of hand. But when I saw like what Disney's doing with the sexualization of children and how they went so hard in the paint on the hashtag "Don't Say Gay" bill, which had nothing to do with that, um, yeah, you lost me. I, yeah. I got nothing for you. I feel nothing for you. Like I'm, your business should go under. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And of course, I got commented on, you know, Beta O'Rourke made a post about, you know, the the shooting in Uvalde, and I, I called him out on, on his little comment section. I was just like, hey, I mean, you say all these things about not wanting to go after AR-15s now. Where do you stand now? Because you just seem to be hypocritical. And had nothing to do with race, said nothing about race instantly in there. These these uh, liberal gay Democrats, well, I guess we found the bigot that's okay with dead children. It's like, where did you get that from what I just said? Where did you get that from what I just said? This is what you do. Yeah. And this is why no one takes you seriously. And this is why the LGB is losing so much steam and, and support because your members are legit insane. They're legit and fucking sane. That's why you got to just assume that most of those are bots. Oh, they have to. Well, I don't know about this one because, well, impossible. Twitter employees. Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting to see, though, because, you know, you look at these things and, like, they're such bad faith actors. They yeah. really are. It's like... Well, I guess you're a bigot that just loves dead kids. Like, where did you get that from the statement? I just, where did you, oh, you're just fabricating something because you can't argue what was actually said. Mm-hmm. You have to revert to something or deflect to something else. And that's the problem. So it's kind of like, ah, whatever you say, Twinkle Toes. I don't give a fuck. And it's like, I'm not going to argue with you. But these same people, in regards to the, and it's CNN posted this thing about some kid was supposed to give a, I think it was a valedictorian, was supposed to give a speech in Florida or something like that. And the high school people were like, principals like, you know, don't talk about the don't say gay, but like, leave it alone. Let's let's not politicize it. And CNN's praising this little kid because apparently he, he did it in a way. I got to even watch the video. I didn't want to watch it. It was like, this is going to be stupid. But apparently he manipulated the way he was talking about it to where it didn't specifically say it, but people knew what he meant um, in regards to the don't say gay bill and how it affected people like him. And I'm like, how did this affect, how did people, how can you sit there? And legitimately tell the world. And this is why young kids like this in high school are stupid and should shut the fuck up. Like, nobody wants to listen to you. Right. You just need to shut the fuck up because you don't know what you're talking about. But this kid gets up there, and he's talking about how the don't say gay bill affected him as a member of the LGBT. It's like, really? So it affected you to the point where you weren't allowed to talk about sex to third, fourth, and fifth graders? It really impacted you that much? Yeah. And some dude responds like, you just don't understand. It's like, you're right. I don't understand grooming, and I don't think we should. I think people like you should have bullets put in your fucking head. I was like, I do. I don't think, like, I'm. thank God I don't understand where you're coming from because, no, I do not want to understand where you're coming from. That's not something I want to be like, you know, let me see it from a different perspective. No, when you want to talk about, you want to talk about sex and gender ideology and transgenderism to children, fuck no. And what I do love is we talked about this on the show the other day. State Farm uh, is encouraging their agents to donate their transgender books to children's five and up. Go on the State Farm social media and they are getting roasted. Roasted. It is bad. Like, they're going to be losing a lot of business. And these businesses, if you want to take the stance on siding with groomers, then you be my fucking guest, and I hope you burn with the rest of them. Because State Farm, I'm telling you, people, it's going viral. People are seeing what State Farm was pushing for. Even Democrats, like the moderate Democrats, like, nope. 
That's why Netflix turned. Yeah. It wasn't because of Republicans. They were losing Democrat support. Yeah. When you alienate 50% of the population and you double down on the other 50, but that other 50 starts to go, no, you guys are going too far. You better like rethink your strategy because Disney's going the same way. But I don't know. I feel like Disney's going to turn into, uh, well, I do know what's going to happen. They're going to go so hard LGBT. It's going to be like this massive LGBT hangout. And straight people are like, no, you turned it gay. You, you made it super gay. I don't, want, I don't want anything to do with it. And it's not that hate gay people. It's like, I just want to go to a theme park that isn't political, that isn't sexual oriented. I just want to go ride some rides, watch some Disney cartoons, and leave me the fuck alone. That's it. I mean, they're turning it into like a titty bar. We have to sexualize everything. And Democrats are like, well, it's not sexualization. It's talking about sexuality. That's sexualization. What business does a five-year-old have knowing who you stick your dick in? They don't. None. It's none of their business. They, let them be kids. Yeah. But everything now is, let's, again, utilize these kids. Let's let's basically manipulate them psychologically, just, just brainwash them. And we wonder why the next generation is so fucked up. You wonder. Like, you really do. I mean, I don't. One just takes a good look at, like, the leftist way of, like, raising these little SJW shitheads. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, Acorn doesn't fall that far from the trees. Like, you have these transgender parents, and suddenly they're raising transgender children. Hmm, I wonder how that works out. Wow. That psychological disorder, like, passed itself down pretty quickly. Hmm, must be genetic. Weird. Weird. But... And you got to love this last, but most certainly not least, um, Grindr, the gay dating app. Again, this is on Breitbart. I did not find this out personally, so I know people are going to bust my balls over that. Uh, can be uh, Breitbart. Um, <laughs> this is the Grindr app. said, can be spread by clothes, bedding, or sex toys. Gay dating app Grindr sends monkeypox virus warning to users. Let me be the first one to say this. Will not be getting the vaccine. Go fuck yourself. Not going to happen. Will not lock down. Will not isolate. Will not do two weeks to flatten the curve. I'm just going to tell you that right now. But, again, Grinder, the gay dating app Grinder, has sent out messages to its users in Europe warning them about the monkeypox disease, which the current outbreak being linked by health officials to LGBTQ events on the continent. Grinder, one of the world's largest dating apps, has sent out an alert to its European user base warning them about an outbreak of monkeypox virus, detailing some of the signs and symptoms of the disease, as well as how it spread through person-to-person contact, as well as contact with the likes of an infected person's clothes, bedding, or sex toys. The company is now reportedly preparing a similar message for uh, its users in America. According to a report by The Telegraph, a notable proportion of people who have been infected with the virus in the most recent outbreak have been men who have sex with other men, with the World Health Organization reportedly linking the outbreak to risky sexual behavior at two raves in Belgium and Spain. How the shit did monkeypox get in Belgium and Spain, if this is even true? Because I know some of the pictures they were using for some of these CNN and Fox News articles were not accurate pictures. Like, did you see that? They got busted for that. They were using old photos. Oh, it's like, yeah. these aren't current photos. Really? Really? No, no. way. All right. What? Okay. Pandemic bingo. Who, who guessed monkeypox? George, was that you? You, you did? Okay, you got it. Okay, what's next? We're doing anal anal uh, a virus of some sort. What, what is this? What are we betting? What are we betting? I, I didn't even know what the fuck monkeypox was. Let's see. And like, oh, my God. Here we go. Monkeypox is similar to uh, smallpox, and the monkeypox is less... Uh, transmissible. Mm -hmm. And there is a vaccine for this, by the way. Yeah. Apparently there's a vaccine for monkeypox. Is there? That's what doctors are already saying. And that's why they're saying they're hyping this thing up. There is a vaccine for this. I, whether I, I fucking don't know. 
I'm wondering like where the gain of function research came for this. I think it was the Wuhan lab. Uh, I would, dude. I would not. I would not doubt. I was totally planned by that, but I, I would not be surprised. Like, oh, guys, you know, the Chinese are like, oh, we did it again. Shit. It's like you know what? Okay, shit on that's it. Nuke China. Nuke China. So apparently, now I've been watching this. I cannot confirm if this is real or not, but apparently there is leaked audio of China talking about a potential invasion of Taiwan. And China's also put some proverbial shots across America's bow, telling us to stay out of it. This happened actually yesterday or today. I forget who it was. I had read the article, but essentially they said, have you ever heard this song? And the song referenced something about staying the fuck out of it. I forget what it was, but they were just like, America should listen to this. So they're like, there are reports that they're saying uh, ships, planes, troops, they, they could be preparing for an invasion of Taiwan. I don't know if that's true or not. Keep your eyes on this. Keep watching the news. I don't know, but I read the article and it's like... It would not surprise me. The world knows how weak Biden is, and yeah. they're taking full advantage of it. Because if, if China invades Taiwan, Biden's already said, we're going to defend it with the military. I mean, you, you made a verbal contract. I mean, realistically, he, could, he doesn't have to, but it's like, you said that. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, and then the White House had to walk a statement back. It's like, oh, he didn't mean that. It's like, well, when you say we're going to commit troops in our military to defend Taiwan, no, no. He's... That guy's a total douchebag. Yeah, I, I think we will see an invasion into think Taiwan. So? Oh yeah, I think Wouldn't they, they probably me. see Ukraine, Russia right now. Mm -hmm. Why not? If they were going to do it, now would be the time to do it. Yeah, everybody's watching Ukraine. Mm -hmm. America does not like. What's NATO going to do? Yeah, what's NATO really going to? I mean, wait, is Taiwan even in NATO? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Well, yeah, we're just going to get involved in everybody's wars, apparently. I mean, because again, if the same thought process of what's going on in Ukraine. You have to apply it to Taiwan. We want freedom, right? Everybody should have freedom. Okay, well, you know, China's expanding. We have to stop the imperialist China from expanding into Taiwan. So, okay, is that what we're doing now? We're going to invest, you know, more billions, more American lives. Like, really? Is that what we're doing? Careful with that train of thought because that means anytime your enemy expands, you're going to war with them. No, no, they're not NATO. Well, then I don't see why this is our problem. It's, it's not. I mean, really, it's none of these yeah, exactly. proxy wars yeah. are our business yeah. but hey let's let's forward it let's send them the 40 billion let me get my checkbook send them the 40 billion like we couldn't uh, all these things we supposedly can't afford or get past but fuck man republicans come together with democrats they love them spending on ukraine mm -hmm. i'm telling you and here's the reason why go listen to the tony cowden interview i did before this one it's already posted on the podcast go listen tony goes into great details about the split in the gop the Kevin McCarthy loyalists and the crazy caucus. Mm -hmm. Go listen to it. Tony hit some really good points in there, things that I hadn't even considered. Oh, my God. And he's got some beef with Crenshaw. Legitimately so. Mm -hmm. Like, when he told me what Crenshaw did, like, that's pretty fucked up. So, you want some insider information, there you go. Tony, he spills all there. And he, he did it in a very respectful manner. He wasn't, like, trying to say, fuck them. But he's like, look, this is what I saw. Yeah. It's like these 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 elections, they're bought and paid for. Oh. It's like you've got to be rich to run, which we all knew. But he goes into very specific details. And it's like, yeah, I think people need to know about this. Like mm -hmm. this is and it's on both sides of the house. But ultimately, it's the people that are being scammed over by these incumbents, these GOP political hacks. It's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. So when he goes into really, really specific details, and it's a very good, interesting interview I did with him. And uh, we didn't stream it live because I was afraid of what Mike had said could get me banned on Facebook or YouTube. It actually wasn't, but it's already uploaded. The audio is there. Give it a listen. Um, you can check that out. So, But, yeah, detailing signs and symptoms of the disease as well as how it's spread through person-to-person -person contact as well as contact with the likes of an infected person's clothing, bedding, or sex toys. Um, 
In hopes of combating the outbreak, the Grinder message, which was sent in 13 different languages, told its user base to, of mostly queer people to contact their local health authorities, such as the Socialized Healthcare Services and the NHS, for those residing in the UK. British authorities are now engaged in contact traffic or tracing efforts regarding known cases, with a vaccine for the disease being available for those who have yet to show symptoms, which can take up to three weeks to develop. While there is no known cure for the disease, once symptoms set in, the virus, which is considered to be uh, endemic in parts of Africa, usually only results in minor illness and often clears up between 6 and 13 days. However, the disease poses a greater threat to children and can occasionally result in severe illness. As of writing, 79 cases of the disease have been reported detected in the United Kingdom, with Thursday seeing Wales and Northern Ireland confirming their first detected instances of the disease. Meanwhile, the Europe Center for Disease Prevention and Control has reported a total of 118 confirmed cases of the virus within the European Union as of Wednesday. In total, the organization said yesterday that there were 219 cases of diseases worldwide in countries where monkeypox is not thought to be endemic. How did they get there? That's what I wanted. How did they get there? Is it the... Uh, was it when all the migrants started to cross over into Europe? Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, it, it, they said it, it stemmed from what, Africa? Yeah. I mean, that's... Because that's, oh, didn't they have a big influx of uh, migrants from Africa going into Germany and the UK? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'll have to go back and look, but I thought they did. I mean, that's you, possible. You yeah. started seeing like uh, these boats of immigrants showing up and then jumping yeah. out and then running onto land and disappearing yeah. into the uh, city. And the same people that are opposing our walls and our borders and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This very thing could happen to us. Uh, 100%. This? Yeah. Uh, terrorists? Yeah, something like that. But hey, you know, fuck the border. Let's let's go spend forty billion on Ukraine. Fuck the border. It's already pouring across. Yep. Human trafficking. Yep. Like every terrible thing you could possibly think of mm -hmm. can just slide on across an open border. That southern border is just a wide open gate. But That's again, hey, know. let's let's focus on Ukraine. These people that don't take care of it, they're obviously yeah, getting they're, paid. Absolutely. They're on the payroll. Absolutely. You know there's no, there's no other explanation for it. And like I said, Tony Calden goes in much more detail yeah. on that, and it's actually really interesting because he talks about how. The GOP, they bend the knee to Trump. They bend the knee to McCarthy. They bend the knee to McConnell. Like, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Like, these politicians within the GOP, they're worried about their careers. Because I asked them, I was like, okay, so what if you got elected and you went in? Oh, and they have to pay their dues. I didn't know this. You actually have to pay, like, fiscal dues to the GOP. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, so oh, what happens I'm if you sure. refuse? He's like, you won't get reelected. I was like, well, okay, I'm, I'm not seeing the problem with that. You say, fuck the establishment, do your own thing. It's like, yeah, most people, all they care about is getting elected and then staying in power. It's like, make, makes sense. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like I've been saying that yeah. forever. Mm -hmm. That's all they want is yeah. to stay in office, stay in power. Absolutely. I mean, giving themselves raises, making all the choices for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's pathetic. It's pathetic because, again, they're, they are not representatives of the people anymore. And we are in a very bad spot. Mm -hmm. We're in a very bad spot. Yeah, and I mean, it's Democrats and Republicans alike. Yeah. I think there's a handful of Republicans that are probably um, are in it for the right reason, mm -hmm. but it's not the. He goes into the, the explanation of how you Lindsey have to. Have, you got to be rich to run. You got to yeah. do all this. Oh, apparently, Lindsey Graham's going to be debating um, uh, Bernie Sanders. I forget where. Yeah, who cares? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, they're both, they're the same, two sides of the same coin. It's I know. like, yeah. Like, whatever. who the hell cares? Exactly. He's going to debate him about what? Fuck me if I know things I don't give a shit about right now, but so I'll be streaming on Odyssey later on uh, trying to get it to work. Here is the link to follow me. You can download the Odyssey app. It is O-D-Y-S-E-E. -E. You can check it out. Um, my name on there is just John Burke. It's pretty simple. There's a link spamming the hell out of it. Go give it a follow. Um, that's going to be coming up soon. So I might just try and make the push over to Odyssey. 
Again, it is O-D-Y-S-E-E. You can download the app. It is free. And then follow me at the John or just John Burke over there. So I appreciate that. And again, um, don't forget 38% off the remainder of the day from shellshockcbd.com. 38% off of selected items as the birthday sale. Hey, from me to you, thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Uh, thank you for hitting share on the podcast, leaving us reviews, telling your friends, shouting us out on social media. We would not be here without you. So again, a big thank you from us here at the Shellshock CBD HQ in Richardson, Texas, to all of our listeners across the world. We cannot thank you enough. And then especially for our Shellshock CBD family and the Lost Savages. Greatly appreciate your love and support. You got anything to add, my man? Happy birthday, buddy. I love you, you son of a... You big lug. You big lug. As always, you stay savage, America.